This is the Big Branding Small Business Podcast with brand strategist and designer, as well as your host, Jeremy Allen. He helps small businesses with a big branding approach. Welcome to this week's episode of Big Branding Small Business. And to keep up to date with all the episodes that are released, then hit that subscribe button. And if you've already hit that subscribe button, then thank you. On this week's episode, we are going to dive into the world of audio branding. I have a very special guest this week on Big Branding Small Business Podcast, and I just want to dive right into it. So I'm going to let her introduce herself, Jody Krangle. Welcome to Big Branding Small Business Podcast. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm looking forward to this. Yes, me too. So yeah, um, introducing myself. Okay, um, I am Jody Krangle. You've heard that three times now. <laughs> Um, I am a voice actor, really. I've been doing that for uh, over 15 years now, full time. And in November of 2019, I wanted to understand what I was contributing to. And actually, I was a part of a business mastermind that we were both a part of. And everyone was creating podcasts and I resisted it for so long. (laughs) And Vince finally convinced me to to give it a shot and uh, I went and created something that was completely not audio branding related and just jumped right in and it didn't work <laughs> mm. and that was about six months worth of information I did it in the summer of 2019 and then in November of 2019 I decided okay let's focus on something that is part of my business that I want to learn more about And so I decided that I would start a podcast about audio branding because my voice acting has contributed to that in many different instances over the years. And I often found that people were not paying it the attention that it deserved. So what would often happen for me is that they would contact me last minute. They haven't even chosen the music. They don't know what they're going to put on this lovely visual video that they've put together that they know they have to have information on, but they don't know how to complete it. And so they call me to put the voiceover on this script that they've written for it last second, or, you know, just to tack it on at the end. And it always seemed like that was missing the full purpose of the video. So if you start with a video from the beginning with the audio in mind, then the two work together and you really do end up with a better end product. And I thought, well, shouldn't a podcast talk about this? (laughs) Yeah. So because, yeah, I was just, it happened to me time and time again. And, and I, I don't know that people were really talking about audio branding a whole lot at that time. I know that Gary V had started talking about it a little, and he was doing a bit of a stinger audio thing on all of his videos and, and that kind of thing. And he'd done a, I think in 2014, he'd started talking about it, but I wasn't really a part of that world. And I wasn't really aware of how people were using voiceover in that context. So I wanted to learn more about it. And I started interviewing people, creative directors at ad agencies, people who actually have um, music licensing businesses for advertising, uh, people who create music for advertising, people who create the whole campaigns. I wanted to know what went into it. And so I've talked with some really interesting people about the real power that audio has in upping our experience with a particular brand. 
it just makes so much of a difference. And I, I've likened this to watching a movie without the sound on. Mm. So if you watch a movie and the sound isn't on, you're watching it. You understand what's going on. It's not like it's that difficult to figure out. Right. But you don't care. The caring isn't there. The emotional yeah. context yes, of it is the not there. Yeah. yeah. So what I always say to people is that, yes, you can make a really beautiful visual presentation that will get people interested, but I don't think it'll move them unless you add an audio element to it. Yeah, no, no, I do. I do agree 100% with that. I, I often tell my kids if we're watching something that's even scary, like mm -hmm. if you just mute it, then it doesn't become scary anymore. There's not a draw into it. And I love that angle on enhancing the emotion of the visuals. And Honestly, I, I'm guilty of not thinking about audio as a component when working with small businesses and building out the branding, but I'm a big believer in establishing that foundation, making it part of a foundation. So, I mean, what have you found through these interviews and talking to these professionals throughout uh, your time doing this podcast – like what what can we do as either brand strategists, even visual designers – to help change the narrative, to help bring audio into the picture, um, even from maybe a budgetary concern or even like how do we build out something um, if they don't think that, oh, I need video or I need this. Because um, I know Logo Stings is probably what most people are familiar with mm -hmm. um, as far as the music that plays behind the Taco Bell logo or whatever logos out there. Um, what are what are some things that we can do uh, to help uh, kind of drive that thought process? I think the first thing that should be thought about is the emotion that you want your audience to feel. So if you think about what emotion you want people to feel, then you know what music to use. You know uh, where to put it because these are emotional cues, right? So if you're putting an advertising an advertisement together and it has a video and you want to highlight certain areas of it and you want people to feel sympathy for the people in the spot then you play sympathetic music you play mm -hmm. you know you you think about the emotions of what you want people to feel as that video is playing and you know if you're if you're doing let's say like a majestic background of some um tourism video maybe and you want people to feel like they're in in a, a, a majestic background, like they're this is a place that they would never normally be able to be in until yeah. this moment, right? Then that music and the voiceovers, if you're going to have voiceovers, should reflect that. It should be part and parcel of those videos. So, you know, you want to think about where you're taking it. And I think a lot of business owners have a bit of an issue thinking that they should be considering themselves almost to the detriment of their audience. And what I mean by that is it's not about you necessarily. So yes, branding wise, you want to know who you are and you want to let people know who you are, but you also need to keep in mind who the audience is that you're reaching out to and what their sensibilities are. Yeah. So it's a it's a melding of the two. You're trying to reach out to your audience in the way that makes most sense to you as a business. Yeah. 
no, I, I, I like all that. And it just got me thinking as far as, um, cause I know when I'm creating a strategy for a small business, a tone of voice is something that I, uh, really hone in on to help me write their mission, their vision, their values, their brand story. Um, I'm a big, big fan of writing out a full brand story sure. and the tone that it carries when I'm writing it, um, could also be translated into picking a voiceover or picking the music for any of the marketing videos that they want to do in the future so that because my whole thing is is we set the foundation so that it eventually saves you time and money and if we've mm -hmm. given the consideration and we've given the thought at the beginning phase then when it comes time to either grow or make a decision in, in the marketing world then it's done. Like there, there's no, there's not a lot of discussion that needs to happen because you've set those parameters and those expectations in the very, very beginning stages. Um, uh, one thing that kind of came to mind when you're just talking is uh, I, I've listened to Spotify and I've heard plenty of ads come through Spotify because I use the free version. I'm a little cheap on some, on some respects. And it, it's, it's interesting to me why brands pick certain voices. I've shopped for voice talent uh, on certain websites. I think voice bunny was one of them I've used before and other kind of like talent search sites. And it's, it's an interesting process to go through, to listen to the nuances of certain people's voice and their cadence and the tone whether it's low or high how they finish a word how they start a word so for me as just as a creative person i'm i'm very picky about all the little nuanced things in that so what would you advice wise give to the audience um say if their tone of voice is uh playful and upbeat what are some voice clues that you would kind of advise them to kind of keep an eye out for i think a lot of it depends on the script that you're going to give people to audition with okay and if it's at all possible if you have the music beforehand that can really give people a tonal hint right from the the get-go i know okay. if someone can supply a piece of music to me before i'm doing a job oh mm -hmm. my god that is like night and day like it just it helps so much because we thrive on emotional context too. <laughs> that makes so, sense. Yeah. So getting the right tone is really important. And in order to do that, knowing what music is going to be behind the project is really helpful. I would also say that if you're using a lot of, uh, you know, like it's and, and uh, there and um, uh, contractions, you know, if you're mm -hmm. using a lot yeah. of contractions in your, in your copy, then we get the idea that it's a pretty informal company. Okay. And that that is a big hint. A lot of the things that you put in your script are really where we get our hints. And if you don't have contractions, then that gives us the idea that maybe you're a little more formal and maybe the voice should be a little less conversational, but still approachable, you know? Yeah. So it, it just, it depends on the hints that were given in the actual writing itself, but also people will describe what they're looking for and, it really, it's so subjective. It just depends yeah. on what someone wants in the moment and what they're feeling and, you know, what, what the, the script is and maybe someone did something that you weren't expecting and, oh, that makes me a little perk up a little bit and pay more attention. Like uh, when I'm doing scripts, sometimes depending on what it's for, 
I will start it off with a little bit of a lead in, you know, like just a little bit of a, you know, well, okay, I know that you want this, but let's, let's sort of take that to another level and add a bit of humanness to it. Mm -hmm. So add a word, you know, here and there in, in the script, just to make it more approachable. And, you know, like instead, like if the sentence said, um, you know, we're hoping that you will enjoy this, you know, then say, we're hoping you're going to really enjoy this, you know, like this kind gotcha. of thing, like instead of, you know, just the, it depends. And it again, depends on the hints in the, in the script, because if it's really formal, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But, but you know, it, it depends. And, and every voice actor is different and every voice actor has a different tone of voice and a different way of approaching a script. And, Often for us, it's not about how pretty your voice is. It's more mm -hmm. about what you do with it. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. That makes all, all the sense in the world, actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know a lot of the the discussion that we've had is around, uh, like, if, if it's a video script or you've got music that goes behind some visuals. But what are some other ways that people, that small businesses can use audio branding uh i know that audio branding is a very broad uh topic mm -hmm. but as far as using a voice talent what are some ways that small businesses could leverage a voice talent uh in their just average day-to-day -day of doing business well i think a lot of people forget that they're also doing audio branding for their internal people as well yes, because like the people that. in your company need to know who you are right yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> and and then they can you know go out into the world and tell people all about you because they know all about you <laughs> yeah so internal memos um internal e-learning uh on hold definitely anything on hold because I mean, think about it. When someone's calling your company, generally they're not happy. <laughs> so um, if your on hold gets them frenetic or anxious, uh, if your on hold is completely different from what your company is, uh, I've often used the example of, let's say you're a high-end jewelry store. You don't want 80s hairband on your on hold. Like right. that's, no, that's, that's yeah. just, it, it's the, it's a disconnect, right? So you need yeah. people to know who you are in that music, in the voice that's on that on hold. And that's a, a prime place to illustrate to people who you are and what you do and why you do it. Yeah. Because you can put in like little ads and stuff in the on hold and the music that you use can be something that you think would be appropriate for what you would play for your employees you know um there's all sorts of ways to do this and it has a lot more to do with that than it does a logo like a, an audio logo that's only one tiny little yes. portion of an audio brand and as cool as it is it's not really effective unless it's in use like that's mm -hmm. another thing, right? If you're going to put together an audio brand, it has to be a little more than a logo and you need to use it. So if you have a video, you have that logo on every one of your videos, not just one, not just two, mm -hmm. you know, you have it's it on all your videos. It needs consistent. to be used. Exactly. Consistent repetition is how people remember your brand, both in audio and visual. Yeah. No, that exactly. I preach that so often on my podcast that consistent mm -hmm. showing up consistently, and in a term that I, I steal from Donald Miller is if you confuse, you lose. And so, 
just so talking true. about yes it's it is the so kiss true. principle <laughs> yeah yeah and and often people don't think about the on hold music matching the voiceover that will help people feel at ease or calm or while they're on hold giving them a reason to be like oh i'm good here i'm i mean i'm okay being on hold and it um, depends on the business too. I mean, yeah. you know, if you're if you're calling DraftKings, I mean, you don't want, you know, you don't want a calm on hold. <laughs> right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Exactly. Like it depends on what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. No, that's so true. That's so true. Um, um, one of the things that I think I uh learned by kind of reviewing some of your podcasts, listening to some of yours and uh through your website is you made a statement that Audio branding can help people taste mm, yeah. something. And I was just like, okay, that's got me scratching my head a little bit. I, I want to learn a little bit more about that. So I know it's a little bit of a, kind of a side skirt of what we were just talking about. But that's okay. Let's, yeah, let's, um, let's talk about like how can audio help someone, I guess, experience taste? Well, our senses all work together, first of all. So that is something that we need to keep in mind. Uh, your sense of smell, your sense of taste, your sense of hearing. When you're in a restaurant, they are playing on that all the time. Mm -hmm. And the idea actually came, uh, I was discussing this with Steve Keller, who is the Sonic Strategy Director over at SiriusXM. And he works with Pand Pandora and he used to work with Stitcher, but there's like a whole bunch of other stuff that they do over there. And they have a ad agency called Studio Resonate. And back in 2016, Studio Resonate did a, uh, like a, I don't know, it was like a, a promotion for people to come out and experience a particular brand. And it happened to be Propel, which was a energy drink or mm -hmm. like a Gatorade-like yeah. drink. And so they uh, put in these DJ stations and they had people listen in headphones while they were dialing on an iPad and going okay. between salty and sweet on the iPad so they could like choose how salty or sweet they wanted the, t the drink to taste to them when they were listening in headphones. Mm -hmm. And they would be amazed. It's the same drink, but what they were hearing was influencing whether they experienced more salt or more sweet. That's so, fascinating. Yeah. And I think later there was a German beer brand that did this, I think in like 2018 or 2019 or something like that. They did this with a beer to dial in more bitterness or less bitterness. And so, yeah, so there are ways that you can do this with scientific methods that change the way that you experience a taste. So it's it's a really interesting thing to explore. I think that Steve was talking about it in the area of sustainable foods. Mm -hmm. So you could make a food that may not be particularly palatable, more tasty or more crunchy or something like that by listening to certain sounds while you were eating it. And, you know, this is just an interesting way to approach things. I just thought it was fascinating. Yeah, no, we are that very really strange is. creatures. <laughs> yes, no, that is, that is fascinating how all yeah. those senses can play together. There's a local beer company here. I don't know that this was their intention behind it, but I still thought it was a neat um, approach is they mm -hmm. had a QR code on their beer labels and they had uh, just a playlist that matched the style of beer. 
So if it was kind of a summery beer, they'd have summery vibes. If it was yep. a lager or whatever, something that was a little uh, more malty, they would have something uh, like Yacht Rock or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I just I was like, well, that's a really cool idea. And I don't know why more people don't do something just as simple as putting a QR code on there. But I would be I think Studio. Uh, uh, just to, to interject yeah. just a little bit, no, no, Studio Resonate actually did this with Dove. Um, okay. There was like a tropical, like mango kind of scent, I think that they had like, a, mm -hmm. this is a while back now, I think. But they put a Spotify playlist together that was exactly 20 minutes. And it was meant to go along with the soap or the bath salts or whatever that people are usually in for about 20 minutes mm -hmm. <laughs> that you would listen to while you were experiencing the scent of this product, right? So I, there's all sorts of ways to do this. Multi-sensory approaches to yes. advertising campaigns are, they're, they're just, they're so fantastic. They're just so interesting and they get us really thinking and experiencing that brand in a whole different way yeah no that's that is fascinating to me i mean i would i would definitely like to kind of like brush up on some uh examples and case studies of that now that i'm made aware of that because i mean if i had not uh had you on the podcast and kind of going through some of your material that i don't know that i would have put those two things together so that's that's awesome that he was able to kind of bring that to the, your audience even um, oh, he blew and... my mind those are uh i think it's episode 18 and 19 okay but yeah I'll... he he blew my mind <laughs> okay i'll make sure to put really a link early to that. on yeah, yeah i'll make sure to put a link to that um in in my show notes as well um well and we've talked about video we've talked about if you've got own home message we talked about um uh, just the on hold music, even making something taste different by uh, changing the, the the style of music that you listen to. What are some other areas uh, that I'm not aware of um, that might be surprising to, I mean, that changing the taste is about as surprising as you can get. But um, what are some things that you've run across in your years of voice work where you've had someone surprised by oh, you brought this to the table um, or you made a suggestion just using your industry expertise um, that helped their brand out. I think having the music beforehand has been kind of a game changer for a lot of my clients because if they can give me that music, they barely have to say anything else to me. <laughs> just nice. send me the music and I will get you what you need. Like really, honestly, that now I'm a musician, so that works in my favor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, there are, there are so many different ways to approach this, but yeah, having the music beforehand just so helps. <laughs> yeah. And a very talented jazz musician, if I might add, I believe <laughs> it you. is jazz. Yes, yes. Yeah. I remember, I remember listening to one of your albums back in, back in the day. Um, might have to go revisit that. <laughs> but yeah, jazz, jazz music. I've, I've always loved it, and I got away from it, and want to get back uh, to just experience different types of music. Um, mm -hmm. Because yeah, I do, I do feel that music audio can change the room. Um, I mean, yes, visuals are important. You can have visuals that uh, can change the atmosphere to a certain degree, but 
whenever uh i mean i just remember watching the the documentary on the woodstock 99 and just having that style of aggressive music completely change the dynamic of the festival as a whole totally um, it did yeah 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 and for the worst might i add but uh, unfortunately uh, <laughs> unfortunately we um, humans are very influenced by sound yeah and, yeah <laughs> i mean and there's a lot i mean i could go total like in a rabbit hole of like the vibrations of the sound affect a lot of a lot of people's demeanors and uh, perspectives mm -hmm. on things um but I, I truly believe that um i need to do better as a strategist and as a designer to bring to my clients attention the idea of think about audio branding think about how you could use audio within your build out of your small businesses because a lot of them i've worked with are, are starting up i've had a few that have been well established um but i just really appreciate you taking the time today to, uh and kind of talking with my audience talking with me kind of having just really enlightening conversation as, as far as the how audio can oddly affect and then have a great impact on small businesses or businesses in general um, as a whole so if you've got anything else uh, for my audience uh, go <laughs> ahead and but um, I've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation and hopefully um, we can uh, have a, another episode in the future sometime. Sure. I think the one thing that I would end with is that audio is the way that you get people to care. So okay. you, you can have a lovely visual image, and I'm sure that that will make people think that you are very professional, and that's lovely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and maybe they will get an idea of who you are by the colors and the font that you use, but they won't care until they hear you. That's how we yeah. care as humans. That's how we get involved. Yeah. So you I want like to involve that. people in your brand. You don't just want to present it. You want people to care about it. And that's what audio does. Yeah. No, I, I, I really, really like that perspective. And I completely agree with that. I just, I, I think to uh, the, my day job that I have, um, we went through a brand refresh and I remember them showing us the reveal video and the reveal video itself was just a normal cut video didn't nothing special nothing wowing um but the music paired with the visuals just completely made me an emotional wreck and yeah it really did change how i perceived that and i know people have watched that reveal video and it just like it's 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 a selling tool like i don't oh, know totally. that we've talked about that but it is a selling tool when you can get people emotionally connected to your brand yes. so that they can know, like, and trust you immediately. It's memorable. Yes. It makes it, you memorable. And that's oh, good advertising right there. Yes. That's what advertising is for, to make you yeah. memorable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I know that in my audience, there's probably tons of brands that they probably could reference where they catch themselves humming or whistling a jingle <laughs> sure. or some type of audio uh, component to that that brand without even thinking about that brand yeah. uh, so i am 100 percent on board with uh, the idea of audio branding just changing the emotional perception of of brands and so mm -hmm. ben jody this has been so good uh i appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day and your schedule my pleasure. To, yeah to spend time uh on my podcast big branding small business thank you 
Thanks again for listening to Big Branding Small Business Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button to keep up with future episodes. And we will talk next week. Well, thank you for listening to Big Branding Small Business Podcast with brand strategist and designer Jeremy Allen. He helps small business with big branding approach. And as you heard him say, his website is nobsbranding.com.